I have a friend. She actually was in China with her husband for some years. They went to work there. And she could see that there were underground churches. Like, they went after people trying to meet in groups. But because she was American, you know, she was free to go anywhere she wanted. And it was almost like she would put them in trouble if she Mm. goes to church because then they will find them. Mm. Mm. She volunteered in this place where they took care of rejected babies. She was there when they were limiting the babies to one baby. Mm. Um, So when you have a baby that is deformed, that has any kind of disability, yeah, they, yeah. they put them in a place because they put the babies in like um, drawers. Like nobody touched them all day. They had something to feed them and that was it. So what she did was she would go and carry the babies so they can feel human touch. They treated them like robots. Nobody touched them. They put the bottle, they had timing for the bottle when all of them would be feeding, they connect them to something to give them food and that was it. So she was able to reach out to some people and she would sneak in scriptures that she would tear out and give them. They do things like that. That's how she got to hear that they had like on the ground. Yeah. We get sidetracked, you know, Yeah, like you said, everything going on with family, responsibilities, husbands, wives, all that. Yeah. 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 But those are the things they had too at that time. Like the baseball and soccer. Those kind of commitments, you know, fast paced, driving here and there and for your kids, you know. Yeah. A little different. But yeah. Yeah, like if that's just what I'm thinking. Oh yeah. Totally. Like, you know, having to keep up with every text message, every Facebook post, like Marie said, Facebook. (laughs) Having to keep up with every Instagram, you know, comment. We really are busy. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So yeah, just be encouraged. Paul was trying to also encourage him. And I want to encourage us that Mm -hmm. we can all learn. I know when when it says preach the word exactly because i was going to say he doesn't say go learn he just doesn't preach you know i'm like wow where should he learn from when there's no bible right (laughs) Uh, can i share something that i think fits in here okay well go ahead an experience kirsten went to the dominican republic on a trip uh, when she went to Berkeley they had her Christian organization they went on this trip they gathered all sports equipment they were taking all these things to the Dominican Republic they were going to be ministering you know to the children they were going to the orphanage they were out in the middle of like a rainforest they stayed here out there the children really didn't have a whole lot of stuff she begins to tell the story that mom these kids were so spirit-filled. They were prophesying. It was a different language, but the Lord made it able for us to understand. They were prophesying over us, Mom. Mom, I didn't really go there for the kids. The Lord sent me there for me, Mom. I mean, it was amazing, right? Wow. So it's like, and they had 
nothing of the things that our kids have or that we have, but those kids were so in tune to the Lord that they were walking in the spirit and prophesying young kids, five, six, seven, eight. So that it just, the Lord brought that to my memory. I just wanted to share that. Amazing. Mm. Wow. So she went there to be ministered to by the kids. Yeah, she thought she, you know, mm-hmm. they were bringing all the things and they were just going to, you know, enrich their lives or whatever. Yes, Which yes. I'm sure they did with the, you yes. know, the balls and things. But the, the kids that went, God just blessed them incredibly. The ones that went from, from the United States got so blessed by these precious children of God that have such incredible faith. And wow. that the Lord is the center of their world. Wow. He is the oh. center. Powerful. Powerful. Yeah. Wow. Mind you, in this place where they stayed, I mean. From your list, you know, take mm. time. D- discernment is so needed in this day, is what Paul was talking about. Mm-hmm. Because they barely had preachers in their day for someone to have a list to select from. Where are you going to go? Oh, I'm going to Cyprus today because I have five teachers there that tickle my ear. Oh no, I'm going to Antioch today because in Antioch there's this preacher that tickles my ear. There weren't that many. So he was speaking about our day. And I'm so grateful that he spoke beyond the present. He could see a day like this where all we need to do is go on YouTube. You know, we can just Google whatever we want. Oh, what does he say about... This issue, you guys know the social issues we're dealing with today. And we have preachers to satisfy whatever we want. Whatever cause you want to defend, you will find people that will tickle your ear. That's why we have all these political parties, you know. You have all these channels we listen to. Oh, I don't listen to those. I don't listen to those. We all select the group we want to hear from. Is, is it not incredible that Paul saw that this day will happen? Because we've selected them and because they are tickling our ears, we can't discern anymore. We've lost our sense of discernment because we like what we're hearing. None of it offends us. None of it challenges us. So we're good. But God is looking and through Paul, he's saying we should do the opposite. Look for sound doctrine. Mm-hmm. People are going to come with their agendas. But you have to. Don't be so stuck on a person. Be so in tune with the Lord that you can discern what is sound and what is not sound. Mm. All of this is for us. At the end of the day, we're not going to lift hands and say, Oh, Lord, you know I was following Nadia. Well, what if Nadia... Okay, let me not use myself. But what if what, <laughs> you know, say I was following, call somebody else's name because I, I'm definitely giving you sound doctrine. Of course, I'm speaking for myself. I will say that. But you have to make sure that it's aligning with the word. Follow mm-hmm. through, read the word. Make sure it is consistent. That's why we, we do Bible study and we go through the word. Somebody told me the other day, she's like, oh, Nadia, you know, I'm tired of people coming up with topics and then finding little, little scriptures to support the topic. I want to go through the Bible step by step, verse by verse. I'm like, oh, my God, look at that revelation. I can just pick a topic and pick scriptures that will support that topic. That is not sound. Look at the whole thing. 
Start from the beginning, follow through, get meat, layer by layer. Because that person sitting in that prison, under the worst circumstances, full of the Holy Spirit, and he said in verse 1, standing in the presence of God and Jesus, a person who has had an encounter with Jesus Christ that transformed his life totally, knows what he's talking about. So he's revealing revelation, line after line, verse by verse. So don't go pick one thing out of contest to support your agenda. Don't go pick anything out of contest to support your agenda. So always make sure that what you're selecting to feed your soul is sound doctrine. You and I on, on this race, I have no doubt that God places people in different parts of the world and unites them and makes them a family for his purpose. I understand this journey and none of us know the number of days we have. So I always have this sense of urgency that if we are together and our purpose is to follow every voice and every promise of God and to birth it on the earth, then we should be in sync. You're able to tell what is sound doctrine. And I also want people who can also say, Nadia, you said this. Give me a scripture for what you're saying, Nadia. Because what that does, it is also helps me. Like when I wrote the book, initially when I wrote the book, I was saying that I wanted it to be very easy for people who aren't Christians to read. So I didn't want to bombard it with so many scriptures. But if you've read that book, you can see that it has so many scriptures. So what I did, I gave it to a, a friend of mine who is like, you know, really into the word. And she was putting scripture here and there and a book that I thought I was finished with. I had to go through it. She wanted it to be very sound so that nobody will say that, okay, this is not, does not have scripture basis. Basically, what I'm saying is, see, we are all one before the Father. We have one assignment, and it's yes. to reveal him. We all need to be very sound. This is how we overcome the darkness. People spend their lives educating themselves, getting all these bags of degrees or spending time in, you know, in whatever field they want. This is our field. And it just comes out once you step out and you say, I'm going to reveal God. The words just come out because this is what the Lord wants us to do. So, yeah, as you mature, you will see that most of the people you thought had sound doctrine don't. But you listen to them because they tickled your ears. You won't tell God that I was following this person. So just understand how responsible your walk with God is supposed to be. Paul is preaching from prison. He wasn't speaking from his mansion or his multi-millionaire stature. Please, pay attention. I wanted to also say that in 2 Timothy 3 verse 5, he says, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof from such run away. So if somebody has a form of godliness but they are denying the power of it. You don't see them preaching about that power. You don't see them telling you that it is yours. You don't see them honoring the Holy Spirit, embracing what he has for people 
You know, just the power of God, not speaking about the power of God, not pressing into the power of God. Paul is saying, run away. They will have a form of godliness. So they are obviously Christians. They are obviously preachers. They are obviously prophets, evangelists, all of that good stuff. But if they are not pursuing after the power of God, after the power in the word of God, he says, run away. Paul didn't have any agenda. He was just as pure as they come. Next verse, please. That's verse four. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. Yeah. Myth, yeah. Yeah. It's just going to be stories and other beliefs and it's not going to be sound word of God. Because if it's sound word of God, you'll be telling people something that they don't want to hear. Something that makes them feel challenged. Makes them want to have to break from the things they want. So they won't want to speak on that. They'll just avoid that whole topic and give you other things. You know, talk about other things. Talk about politics. Next verse, please. Verse 5, but you keep your head in all situations, endure hardship, do the work of an evangelist, discharge all the duties of your ministry. Wow. Mm. So no matter what you're going through, Mm. beyond flinching, no matter the hardships, understand that these things, like Gaju said earlier, These are the things that push the disciples to seek God's face more. Grew their faith through hardship. So the hardships were, you know, a springboard for them to dive in deeper into the Lord. They didn't allow anything to stop them from being laser focused on the assignment. It's like, this is your very essence. This is your life. So he kept saying that, do the work of an evangelist. Tell people about the love of God. He said to fully perform all the duties of your ministry. Don't let anything hold you back. And don't feel like, oh, there's this pressure. No. We come against everything that will make you feel so pressured to fulfill your ministry. It's your essence. God will give you the strength to enjoy doing that. No matter the challenge, no matter the season, the hardship, don't let it get to you. Just make sure that you are in line with the Holy Spirit and he's helping you perform all the duties of your call. Do this work of an evangelist. Now we have so many ways to share the word of God. You can do that. Now you're so in tune with the Holy Spirit. Sometimes you just sit and you think about somebody. Send them a text. They are on your heart. You see something, they are on your heart. Understand that the Lord is using you. When you think about somebody, they are on your heart. Send them a message. Check on them. That is ministry. You don't have to wait until the circumstances are on the platform. You can do it right now. Understand that days are ticking, right? Make your time worthwhile. You're living for one and God alone and Don't let the enemy bring things to make you feel like you're not doing the work. You are doing the work. The work you do, it's in that place that you're revealing Christ. Your actions, your expressions, your preaching, your sharing. All of that is you ministry, doing the work of an evangelist. 
So don't let anything make you feel like you're not enough. You are enough in what you're doing. Just be conscious that you are fulfilling your ministry because that's what will last. That is what will not be destroyed. That is what is eternal. That is your assignment. Don't forget to listen to our podcast because there is a limitless supply of God's spirit that wants to reach you. And I pray you're a willing vessel to listen and also share and see that God's truth is released upon those you love, to see breakthrough in the lives of those you love. And I encourage you, please grab Spirit, Spirit, Spirit. You need this book. I don't want you to miss the detailed truths, the testimonies of God's tangible presence moving in your life that you may not have seen until you are able to engage this and see them clearly outlined for you. So I encourage you, grab this book for yourself and your loved ones and take the time to read it. God bless you. God's face shine upon you and have just a beautiful day. I love you so much. Okay, have an awesome day. Bye now.